Good morning, everybody. It's another blissful day. Today's subject, man, I want to talk about four friends of mine that passed away in the past seven years. But I've been free for only five. And I lost one of them friends, relatives, should I say, when I was locked up back in 2013. When I was in state prison in Florida, I was at Gulf CI, Correctional Institution in Gulf. And we were Hitchcock, Florida. Gulf CI. But anyway, I was there. And um, me and my homies, we had got a hold of his cell phone. And I called home one day. And... My brother had told me my Uncle Jeff was missing. Nobody could find him. You know, I thought nothing of it. You know, Jeff's probably out doing what Jeff do. But then, like, after I ended that phone call, some shit went down to prison that day. The jail got locked down for, like, a week or so. I wasn't able to get to the cell phone to make a phone call. But once I was able to, once I was able to, I called home again, spoke to my oldest brother, and I asked him, you know, I was like, so, how's Jeff? And he was like, man, he's like, man, Jeff's dead. I said, what do you mean Jeff's dead? He's like, Jeff's dead. Died at 35, car crash, so bad, couldn't even have an open casket. Well, that's how I found out my uncle slash best friend died, because we was only two years apart, and sad me, I couldn't even make it to his funeral, of course, I was incarcerated like six, seven states away from Pennsylvania, but one of the first things when I got completely out in 2015, <clears throat> I went to his grave and visited him. He cried like a baby, man. Because, let's see, one of my fondest memories of Jeff, I remember one of the funniest ones, man. I remember it's me, my brother Joe, Jeff, and our one friend Jake. We was, uh, it was back in like 94, 95, something like that. And we was all chilling. We was in Pembroke. And we was at this church thing, like the Agnel from 7-Eleven, and there in Pembroke, there's a church. And we was down these steps and went down, like, under the church. But as soon as you go down the steps, there's this door under the con- under the street. It's more like a storage unit. <clears throat> so we was in there because we needed a place to smoke. So it was me, my uncle, my brother, and my friend Jake. We had just got some chocolate ties. My first time my brother was buying weed, I think it was his last. And it was my wooden bowl. So we're in there smoking. And uh, I guess the caretaker of the grounds, he started walking down the stairs. And Jake looked out and was like, yo, dude's coming. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Then we all like, fuck it. When he opens the door, we're just going to rush out and run. So as soon as he opened the door... 
fucking Jake started running, Joe started running, and then I hit it, and then my uncle came behind me, but when I turned around, dude had grabbed my uncle, and my uncle elbowed him, and he fell, and then we made it about four or five blocks, look, I'm telling you, I was so high off this chocolate tide, I, fu- I thought a fucking dog was a deer, we went down like two blocks, made a right right there at the Pembroke Police Station, made a right right there at the light. And we were down at these little apartments down the street from a music store. And I saw this dog. It was huge. And I jumped down in the middle of the street. And then as soon as I jumped down the street, I looked. And I saw a primary police officer there at the corner looking at me like, what the fuck? And it was Officer Vogel. So I fucking, I walked, put my head down, walked back to the sidewalk like nothing happened. And he pulled us all over. He had all four of us go up against the car. But before we all did, Jake had the bone of weed on him. He was able to slide it under the freaking uh, cop car without without him even seeing. So that guy's, and then he called for backup. What made this shit funny is when he called for backup, he had two cops rolled up on bikes wearing fucking hoochie shorts. Man, I was dying. Dying so hard. So anyway... They got us all our hands on the hood of the car and everything. Talking about, they, yo, on some real shit, I'm, I'm, I'm being for real about this when I was telling you. Uh, they told me dead to my face. They're looking for four black people with a gun. I'm like, my boy, I was like, ain't none of us black and ain't none of us got a gun. But I think they just wanted a reason to stop us because we look suspicious as fuck because... And we all was high, and I know we smelled like it, because they was asking us where the weed at, and they don't hide it. But they couldn't find it. They searched our pockets, nothing, because it was under the cop car. Then, you know, they, they made me take off my bandana, because at the time, I usually wear it low between my eyes. I look at the and cop was like, look at me, and I couldn't even look him in the face, because I, I would be laughing, or I know my eyes was blitzed. So, they find it. So they patting us down a couple of times. The last time they patted us down, the cop just happens to glance down the cop car and he sees it and he grabs the ball and grabs the weed and he's like, damn. So he's like, all right, who's is it? All of us were like, not ours. Then he asked us again and we was like, look, it was found under your car. It's none of ours. But he wasn't trying to hear that shit. So he booked my brother because he was the oldest one with us. And then he booked my homeboy. But the reason he booked but also the reason why they booked my brother because Bogle thought it was me because he arrested me two years prior. He thought it was me. But because when he arrested my brother, he's like, didn't I get you like two years earlier? <laughs> that was some funny shit. But me and my uncle, they let me and him go, me and Uncle Jeff. And we went to our homegirl's house, Angie, and we smoked out there. And we was afraid to go home because we know. The cops knew my pap, and my pap had to go pick up my brother and my friend from the police station. That's one of the things I remember Uncle Jeff, but he died in 2013, man. I miss him. And my homeboy, Matt, tell a story about him. My homeboy, Matt, I known him from when I lived in Arkansas. And I lived out there for a while. I met him in 2005. I was, no. Yes, 2005. I was down there. No, I'm sorry, 2002. I'm sorry, I was on the run still. And 
my sister had just moved to above block and I was down there staying with my sister and and I'm new to the neighborhood and for real shit I was looking for some tree and I see him riding by on a bike smoking a blunt so I, I you know me I ain't afraid to approach nobody I ran up on him I said yo 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 come here, come here. he turned back around and he still was puffing on the L and I was like yo where can I buy some of that? And he kind of looked at me. I said, look, man, I'm new in the neighborhood. I'm just, just trying to get some weed, man, smoke. So he hooked me up, and we became cool ever since. I mean, this dude, we used to, we used to break into all the drug dealers' houses and take shit. And I'm one of the things we used to do all the time, though, <laughs> it's stupid, but it was our thing. We would... We would go down to the corner store and get a 40, and it was only like two blocks from my house. And we would chug the 40 by the time it took us to get the alleyway. See if we can drink the whole 40 by the time we reached the end of the alley. But my house was just only like a block and a half. So the whole block and a half, we chugging a 40. See if we can do it. And then by the time we get to the alleyway, we fucking puking and shit. But I found out Matt died because he was mixing uh, his prescription pills with other pills. And it just did him in, man. He was a young boy too. He was like when he was twenties. He was a good friend. And how I knew he was a good friend, man, is when I was locked up and I got out. I was facing twenty years, but I I beat that shit. And I got out and it was years that he heard from me and I I called him. This was two thousand nine. And I ain't heard from him since like two thousand five. And I caught my charge in 2006. And I got out to, in 2008. Anyway, I spoke to him. And he was like, I was, I was what's up, man? He was like, who it is? I was like, it's Greg, huh? He was like, nah. He was like, Greg, locked up. I said, nah, it's me. Well, I told him some stuff that only me and he would know. And, and dude, my homeboy, man, he down there almost broke down crying. That he was hearing me on the phone because last he heard, he thought I was getting 20 years. I was supposed to get 20 years, but they didn't have my gun in question. So, therefore, the 20-year law couldn't stick on me. So, fuck you, Florida. So, but anyway, hold on, let me hear this real quick. So, another story. My boy Shane Feathers, man. That's another homeboy I'm sad that passed away. I, I've i known him since, like, elementary school. We lost contact after a while. He went his way, he went my way. I mean, he went his way, I went my way. But that was still my friend, man. I remember being in third grade, me and him actually, like, coloring in school. And crayons and shit and playing on the playground and going through all elementary and junior high and high school together and then it's just like we grew up to be adults and we start begin certain shit and the way Shane went out I don't really want to say it because it's kind of private but it hurts my heart he went out that way man I love that dude I know we grew apart after some years. Not really apart, like we weren't friends. But life took me one direction, he went another. But we, but we, when I got locked, when I got out of lockup, we met up again. And it was like, it was like I never missed a beat.
and he passed away in 2006 and no 2015 I missed that dude and then I got this homegirl passed away like your so girl her name was Jeanette Hartwell she was a good friend she went in for surgery and the next day she passed away the hospital said, the coroner said it wasn't anything that had to do with the surgery, but I don't know what else it could be. Because they couldn't give us a plain good reason why she passed away. They just said from complications. Well, complications from what? But anyway, she was always a good friend. A little rough around the edges, but she was a good friend. Generous. That girl gave a shirt off her back. She loved everybody. I'm glad you got to meet my son. I'm glad I got to take some pictures with them. She was cool people. She left behind some good kids. And I mean, she loved her family deeply. Saddens me she's gone. But we're all meeting together one day. I miss y'all. Matt, Shane, Jeff, Jeanette, y'all be easy, wherever y'all at. But hey, man, until next time, y'all be easy out there. Take care of each other, love one another. And haven't let your family or friends know you love them, let them know. Because it all can come to a stop one day. Peace. So you can point your fucking fingers. Grannis, grannis, grannis. I say that's the bad guy. Huh? All I make you, you're not good. You just know how to hide. Me, I don't have that problem. A sacred knife to the bad guy. Yeah, this is Smoked Out Reminisce song. Anybody you ever lost somebody, man, I feel you. Lay back and get high and reminisce to this. Hot to die. Floating on clouds of THC. Nobody can do it better than me. Then on the mic or in the streets. I keep it 100, bitch. Best believe. Had friends who did OD. That's why I stick with the sticky green. They might be gone, but they live in my song. And where I go, memory carries on. Memory lives on Wherever I go Your memory lives on I smoke a blunt for you so I can fly Wish I could float to heaven say hi One last time Cause I never got to say my proper goodbyes But wherever I go Your memory lives on, on Your memory lives on Wherever I go, I'm always thrilled Man, walking through the snow In the rain, Lord, take away my pain From every puff of the wicked weed strain Can't complain, I don't have it so bad I'm still on earth and not in a bag It's so sad when your friends pass away Every year, a joint at your grave Your memory lives on Wherever I go 
memory lives 